Welcome back to episode number 168 of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. This is the podcast for building a global community around process safety, industries handling combustible dust. I'm show host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we are covering a manufacturing safety alert put out by the BC4 Safety Council and the Manufacturing Advisory Group or MAG Group based out of BC. This is on a backdraft damper being stuck in the open position, causing backdraft of fine dust into a planer. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what are manufacturing safety alerts. We're going to describe the event in question. We're going to talk about why it happened um, and recommendations in the safety alert that can address that in the future. Then some other considerations around this topic um, in terms of if this could happen to your facility and what you should be thinking about in relation to that. So manufacturing safety alerts are put out through BC Forest Safety Council, that's BCFSC, and in conjunction with the Manufacturing Advisory Group in British Columbia. Both these groups are in British Columbia. And this is an, an idea or a concept where facilities submit anonymously any incidents, any events, any work issues that they've had to their central system. And through that, then BC Forest Safety Council, BCFSC, send these out to the community of newsletter subscribers that they have. Some more background on the BC Forest Safety Council can be found in Dust Safety Science 132. We did an interview with Sherry Whalen, uh, Director of Safe Companies there. She's Director of Safe Companies at BCFSC. And also back in episode 98, we had a great discussion with David Murray, the co-chairperson of the MAG Group, on the history of the, the MAG Group. So these manufacturing safety alerts in British Columbia are a joint effort between these two groups. Again, this is something where a company can anonymously submit an event, an incident, or a near-miss provides a description of the event. They often have photos, which is really helpful, and also suggested actions and takeaways to prevent that sort of event in the future. They'll do these in cases you know, where the fatality is, is there and may have occurred or someone was injured, but they'll also do it in near-miss cases where nobody's injured, but it's just something that's important to know, like the case today. So we covered an example of one of these back in episode 105 of the podcast. We did a safety share, testing of high-speed abort gates with Corey Gardner, and some issues that they found when they were testing their high-speed abort gates where the board gates didn't close properly. I mean, you can find all that information out in that safety share at dustsafetyscience.com slash 105. This episode, we're going to cover a more recent one that was just released over the last few months in early 2022 on backdraft dampers. If you want to submit a safety alert to BC4 Safety Council, we'll have a link where you can do that at the show notes at dustsafetyscience.com slash 168. We'll also have a link where you can subscribe to their weekly safety email alerts this is where these get distributed out through. This is how I found out about this incident. You can also view past safety alerts, and we'll include links to that as well. And then we'll include a specific link to this manufacturing safety alert that we're covering here today of uh, the spack draft damper getting stuck. So in terms of a description of the event that happened, this was a dust collection system uh, connected to a planer that was collecting uh, wood dust, sawdust off the planer. They turned off the power during a, a power reset this resulted in a backdraft of fine dust into the planer system. So this was not a, you know, nothing happened, no fire happened, no explosion happened. But this caused a result of uh, fine particles to backdraft flow into the planer system. So it's a near miss or it could have been, you know, a worst case, had something ignited, had a fire happen, could be a respiratory hazard. There's lots of reasons why we don't want this to happen. But in any case, it's not supposed to happen when you turn off the power to the system. So the, the real reason that this happened was that the backdraft damper that was on the system failed to close when the blower was shut down. So you have a planer, you have a, a blower that's creating positive pressure through the ducting back to a dust collector. When the system was turned off, the backdraft damper should have closed 
and stop that dust from backdrafting back into the planar system. In terms of why this happened, the investigation that the local team did uh, determined that the backdraft damper failed to close when the blower was shut down. There were a couple of different reasons why. One is that an inspection of the backdraft damper showed that it may have been frozen in the open position or partially frozen in the open position. This is British Columbia, Canada in, um, you know, in, in December, January, and February. It's quite cold. So that's one possibility and one thing they're looking at. The bearings were also quite stiff and the counterweight on the backdraft damper was also potentially out of position or potentially not in the exact correct position. All three of these together resulted in the damper not closing when the power to the system was shut off and the positive pressure from the blower stopped. So there were some suggested actions, um, important takeaways from this. One was to update the monthly preventive maintenance to include lubricating the backdraft damper swivel bearings. Um, another suggested action was before startup to confirm that the backdraft damper, the gate is fully operational, especially after prolonged weekends during cold weather, and also to investigate the feasibility of automatic sensors that alarm if the dampers fail. And the most important takeaway that they highlighted was to develop of a startup inspection of the ventilation equipment to confirm that all safety systems are operating before turning the system back on. So this is a really good practice just to do a double check, and they can now check to say, okay, yeah, the damper is closed um, before they turn the system back on. And so that's it for this manufacturing safety alert. I really like to share these out um, when they come through because this is something that actually happened at a facility that could happen at anyone that's listening to this podcast. Or if you're working at a facility or working with a facility as a consultant or equipment provider um, and you notice that they do have backdraft dampers during cold weather or not even being you know, in- inspected regularly, the bearings might be stuck. These are all different ways that this can cause an issue. I do want to kind of close out with sort of a what if scenario. So the question is, I mean, we might list this as an event something had happened, probably not as an incident because nobody was injured, but should it be treated as a near miss? We talked about this a bit again with David Murray back in the history of the manufacturing advisory group uh, in episode 98 about these, what he calls SIPP, serious injury and fatality prevention or serious injury and fatality probability. That's the P in SIPP. It's sort of a mouthful. What we're trying to get at is, you know, how bad could this have been? And it's probably a healthy idea to treat something like this as a near miss at your facility and ask some questions around it. Ask some what if style questions. Can this happen while the planer is running? That may be ignition source. What are some other ways that the damper might fail to close? Maybe it's not frozen parts and stiff bearings. Maybe there's other ways that it might not, it might not close. You know, when can the suggested actions fail? Suggested actions in this case, the most important takeaway was the administrative control to develop a startup inspection and potentially an engineering controls um, active engineering controls using a sensor alarm if the damper fails. But when might these actually fail themselves? And what would be the outcome of that? When could there be potential ignition sources present? What would happen if this actually occurred during active fire or an upset condition at the facility? Would this be a case then where we you know, feed a fire in the planer? We have a fire in the planer, we, we stop the system, we get backdraft to find dust and there's an explosion at that planer site. Are there people in the vicinity? How serious could this have been? And I think you'll probably pretty quickly, you know, evaluate that. Yeah, this could have been, or this is a near miss rather, could have been a lot worse and we should uh, make sure we have the proper precautions in place to improve that in the future. You might need to go on the, beyond the administrative controls and energy controls and look at other options as well, depending on the severe severity and likelihood of that happening. The whole point of this, really the follow-up part of this is just that, it, yeah, it probably should be created as a near miss, give you a chance to do a what-if assessment at your facility in terms of what to do next, then, I like this concept of a pre-accident investigation. This is a, something I've, I borrowed from Todd Conklin 
He's a pre-accident investigation podcast, and I'm just reading his book now, Pre-Accident Investigations and Introduction to Organizational Safety, where he talks about it's really healthy. And I'm not through the book, so I don't want to, I can't talk educatedly about all the parts of it, but it's really healthy to look at an accident forward instead of backwards. So, okay, something happened, and now where were the failure points? That's the traditional way. Moving forward, what are some ways that something could happen? And this, these near misses are a really great way to do that. And it comes back to this question that you see on all the manufacturing safety alerts that have the top right-hand corner to ask yourself, could this happen here? Could this happen in my facility? Could this happen with my equipment? And if you're operating uh, backdraft dampers or similar types of equipment at your facility that need to close in order to function on the ducting line, these are some considerations that you might need to look at to make sure they function properly next time they're called into action. If they're not, then you may need to look at ways to fix that. Again, treat this as a near miss or a pre-accident investigation. Look at how could we evaluate and improve these systems so that they are resilient against this type of hazard happening again and against this type of failure mode happening again. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. A little bit of a shorter one, but I do, again, want to make sure to keep these manufacturing safety alerts out. And we talked about what are these safety alerts. These are a project between the BC Forest Safety Council and the Manufacturing Advisor Group in British Columbia. We included links or will include links in the show notes at dustsafetyscience.com slash 168 to where you can submit a safety alert, where you can subscribe to receive them, where you can view the past alerts. Um, in this episode, we gave a description of the event. We had a shutoff of the positive pressure in the system or the, the blower fan in the system, um, which resulted in a backdraft to find wood dust back into the planer. This shouldn't happen. The backdraft damper should shut and stop that from happening. Um, but because of the cold conditions, the stiff bearings, potentially an out-of-position counterweight. This didn't happen in this case. There are some suggested actions, the, the biggest one of these being to put an administrative control in place to have a startup inspection process, and also potentially looking at engineering solutions in terms of active systems to sense whether or not the, the gate is closed. And we close out with a sort of brief discussion on you know what you should consider if you're listening to this podcast as the next steps. So ask yourself, could this happen here? Should we do a pre-accident investigation at our looking at our system, determining in what ways could this occur? What kind of safety features do we have in place already? Um, how bad it could it be? And ask yourself some of those what-if questions to evaluate and make a more resilient system moving forward. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you have a safe, productive week ahead. I appreciate everything you're doing in industries handling combustible dust, making them safer every day with the work you're doing in the facility, with the work you're doing on the facility, the work that you're doing outside the facility, educating others like yourselves. Thank you.